I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never What's up, everybody? Them. Jeff Sintel, dognation.com. And we've got a few surprises for you. We talked to you earlier in our earlier segments, our earlier episodes so far this year that we're trying to new things. We're kind of adding some wrinkles. We've got some touch-up paint. we got a lot of new things going on here on Round Before the Hedges. You can call it a remix, 2023 version, kind of a new set. We're going in the studio. Uh, got a lot of people to be thankful for. Michael Carvel behind the glass. You're going to see some graphics from another member of our Dog Nation team, Casey Dunn. I uh, can't thank them enough for the new look they've given Before the Hedges in the year 2023. And we've got a show to do. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in Facebook. Welcome in dognation.com homepage users. Welcome in Twitter, YouTube. Guys, we've got a show for you today. Kind of really the kickoff to the 2024 class in terms of evaluation, in terms of recruiting. What we're talking about there is we're talking about the Under Armour next Atlanta camp. Got so much intel coming out of that. As always, we've got our Dog Nation conversation that will be in a few minutes with Georgia commitment Sokovi White, also from Carrollton High School and the Under Armour Atlanta Next Camp. But, you know, first of all, got, let me give you a little quick rundown about what we're going to do here. We're going to talk about Georgia recruiting. We're going to talk about Georgia football. We're going to have ourselves a really good time, and it's all brought to you by Kroger. But what we're going to do also is we're going to sit there and we're going to have our top targets. We're going to have our players to watch just off the list. The 2024 class snapshot. We're going to talk about Deuce Robinson, Dylan Riola. We're going to talk about all that stuff you guys want to talk about. Um, and also what we're going to do is we're going to have a lot of special new looks, special th- new tweaks to our show. So here's the way things are going to go. I'm going to show you all this information. I'm just going to roll it out fast and furious style, NASCAR style. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to join you guys. And we're going to have a dedicated segment of our show at the tail end we'll call it the fourth quarter for all of you your question and answers you guys want to talk about recruiting something on your mind drop it down in the comment section below and we'll do our best to get after it um one thing to tell you about right now with kroger uh go digital and save even more with kroger create an account on the kroger app or website and start saving big with exclusive digital coupons visit kroger.com slash sign up to get started speaking of getting started we're going to start what we've done so far in 2023 new look new game dog nation before the hedges has got a brand new bag it's our big five gonna put five fingers up what are we doing there we're talking about everything going on right now with georgia football georgia football recruiting kind of the five big things the kind of five urgent need to know topics right now for everybody that cares about georgia football georgia football recruiting and following the two-time reigning national champions here on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. First up on our big five, I got a lot of things on my mind from the Under Armour Atlanta next football camp. We've got a lot of things to talk about. First of all, these are some players that just jump out at me. Number one, I guess we'll start with David Sanders Jr. 2025 offensive tackle, guys. He's going to visit Georgia in March, maybe late April. Um, dates are not finalized yet, but this is the number one overall prospect for 2025. We got some great video on dognation.com of David Sanders Jr. working, working against and winning two reps against a 2024 
Alabama linebacker commitment. Here are the vitals here. David Sanders is 6'7", 260, number one overall player in the country for 2025. Folks, as honestly as I can say this, he is one of the top 10 players I have ever scouted, covered, seen, laid eyes on while I've been covering recruiting, high school sports, especially the last eight cycles here for dognation.com um, with some of the best players in the country. Numerous five stars. David Sanders Jr. is a tremendous prospect. He had a 32-inch vertical. He had a 9 feet, 10 inches broad jump. Just looked like a special, different player. I got images. I got so many pictures of David Sanders working out with the offensive line group. He's a left tackle. Folks, he could be a five-star left tackle. He could be a five-star tight end. He could be a five-star edge. He's literally going to be able to pick any position in any school in the 2025 class. That's the first name. Second name that kind of jumps out at me here is Cameron Coleman. Now, this is a wide receiver out of Central Phoenix High School in Phoenix City, Alabama. Um, on three sports now has him as the nation's number four overall prospect at wide receiver. Recently picked up a Georgia offer. The Dogs have got 2023 freshman signee A.J. Harris, his former teammate, working on him. Brian McClendon's working on him. Dell McGee's working on him. One other thing, it's not on the list, but guys, let me tell you how weird it was. Weird, surreal, crazy. I was at the Under Armour Atlanta Next Camp this past Sunday in Carrollton High School in their beautiful indoor facility. And you look around and you see Georgia co-defensive coordinator Will Muschamp. You see Georgia running backs coach Del McGee. You see Georgia um, wide receivers coach Brian McClendon. Now it's the dead period for recruiting, or it was back then. Dead period is lifted now. It's March 1st. First visits are going to be happening again. But you look around, and you saw those three coaches there watching, evaluating. How can they do that? Is that because Georgia gets special privileges being the two-time Natty champs? No. All those gentlemen have sons that were working at the camp. The NCAA gets a lot of things wrong, but what they got right is if you've got a son working at a camp, you should be able to go watch your son play, compete, work out at the camp. And that's how Georgia was able to take advantage and to scout their own sons, to watch their own sons, but also get a good look at also, also all that top 2024, 2025, and 2026 talent. Another name on that list that really jumped out to me, we got a lot. Number three is Jordan Ross. He's out of Vestavia Hills High School, 6'4", 220. He says Georgia will definitely get an official visit. He's a top 100 prospect out of Birmingham, Alabama. He was told by camp organizers, the, go, the guys that ran the Atlanta Under Armour Next Camp, that he ran a 4-4 in testing. That was giant because the previous personal record there in a 40 was 4-6. He told me he ran that at Georgia. He said Georgia will definitely get an official visit. The number eight edge, the number 88 overall prospect in the country. He looked very, very good in Carrollton on Sunday. A couple more names that stand out. First of those is Justice J. Terry. Look at those great graphics. Again, that is a hat tip there to Casey Dunn, who did that for us. Put together a great new look here on Dog Nations before the hedges. I'm sure you guys are sitting back and going, woo-hoo! Look at dognation.com go with these graphics. That's what I'm talking about. Justice J. Terry, 2025 commit. You guys might remember him from a few years ago. He went viral nationally because he took a picture after a workout, and really he looked like the after picture in some incredible muscle and fitness type magazine. But now he's a high school sophomore. He's committed to Georgia, firmly committed to Georgia. He grew up in a Georgia family, 
worked out at the camp. Looked like one of the top defensive linemen there. Already 6'5 and about 270. He played with a broken pinky. You guys are going to read that on dognation.com. How he had a broken pinky. He aggravated it. He just taped it up and went to work. Was one of the best defensive linemen there. Actually looked like a high school rising senior. He's the number 42 overall player in the country for 2025. He's a near five-star at New Manchester High School in-state. And I mean, really, you look at him, he's going to progress to be a six-foot-five, 300-pound, three-tech uh, down the road when he's really playing in Athens. And the last name, folks call him Nikolai uh, Brooks. Six-eight and a half, 350. He just transferred to Beaufort. He was one of the five best offensive tackles honored among the offensive linemen there at the camp. He worked at guard. He worked at center. Excuse me. He worked at guard and he worked at offensive tackle. He won his reps. Probably the way he looked. I've been watching him for the last year or so. Body looked in shape. Looked like he lost some weight. He's transferred to Buford High School. When you go to Buford, doesn't matter how much you weigh. Doesn't matter how big you are. You're going to run about two and a half miles per day. And that has made a difference in Nikolai Brooks. Nick Brooks looks like a future five-star walking. He's not rated right now. He was at Georgia for the national championship celebration. He loved what he saw. I expect the dogs to be a major contender with all of those names listed here so far on BeforeTheHedges.com. You guys are just joining us. This is Before the Hedges on DogNation.com. And we've got a new show format. Trust us, it's going to get slick. It's going to get great. Now comes time for our Dog Nation conversation. We try to bring one of you guys on video each and every week. This week, it's Georgia commitment, Sokovi White out of Cass High School. Guys, he was an athlete commitment. He's going to be a slot receiver at Georgia. Sometimes you see him in pajama pants. Sometimes you see him dressed up as Woody from Toy Story. Sometimes you see him dressed up as a Godzilla for a Halloween costume contest. He is a steadfast commitment to Georgia in the class of 2024, and it is Dog Nation conversation time right now on Before the Hedges. We a little bit. I mean, why did you want to play DB? What was that important to you? Um, it's com- it's competitive. I like competitive things, and I like a challenge, so that's why I did it. You know, I know playing receiver. Um, I got used to it and got comfortable. So me coming out here just to try anything, play DB, so that's just really it. So, Kofi, I have some fans that ask me. They're 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 worried about you. They're wondering about you. And I'm like, did you see the guy wear some Georgia pajamas today? I mean, oh, like, yeah. I mean, what's the what's the feeling like there still with Georgia? I know Munkin has moved on, but like, mm-hmm. what's the feeling there about how how you still feel about the dogs? A thousand percent committed. Um, it's just mutual. Uh, not really much going on, but just the love that they give and uh, the coaches coming out here and supporting and stuff like that just makes me feel that they still need me as an important piece in the offense. So just that connection really is going to keep me out of the committed. So no no matter how good you look today, you're still going to be go play slot receiver for the dogs, oh, right? Yes, <laughs> but I guess this is just something you like doing then, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you enjoy playing corner more than you do playing receiver? Yeah, I, I mean, I, that might be a hot button question, but yeah. like, um, so, Kobe, why did you want to wear Georgia pajamas? Was that just what you had, or would you want to make a fashion They're statement? Comfortable. <laughs> They're really comfortable. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it, really. I just threw them on. So, that's really it. And it's showing support and showing love. Yeah. You got um, any visits set up? You going to go anywhere in March? No, it's just Georgia. Just Georgia? Yeah. What about your official visit? Have you thought about your official visit yet when you might take that? No, I think um, 
setting up the date around our schedule, our spring schedule and our summer workouts will be um, one visit to Georgia and that'll be it. Be very critical like you're a coach. How did you do today at DB? Um, a coach. I was about to say myself, I did great. But um, as a coach, I can get better. I know there's a lot of top athletes um, in the country here. So um, I just went out there a couple times to see where I'm at playing defense to see if I can really have a chance of playing defense in college. So that's really it, just having fun out here. What do you love so much about Georgia? Like, like I see you smile. You light up whenever it comes up. Like, what, what's the juice there, man? What, what's the best thing you like about Georgia? The fans. I really like them. They're crazy about uh, their players, and they, um, they show love and support a lot, and they don't really knock people down unless you are a typical weirdo. But um, just the love that they show and the love that they give there, and I, I really appreciate it. And them taking me in has uh, made me feel welcome. And that's all I wanted going to that college is to feel welcome and love. And they showed that day one, so that's my name. Is there anybody here today you'd like to play with? Did you notice anybody with a lot of game? Uh, probably Aaron Nolan. Um, he's on my 707 team, so I'm looking forward to playing with him in a couple weeks. That's really about it. What would Sokovi White, the slot receiver, have done to Sokovi White, the, the DB today, man? What would he done to uh, it? Cooked him up or what? Nah, the, the DB Sokovi is a very, very competitive I put somebody on the ground over there, so I said the slot receiver is Kobe. We probably got pushed on the ground. It's Kobe White, longtime Georgia commitment, going to stay Georgia commitment. He said 1,000%. It's Kobe. Are you, you still like the Hollywood name or no? We, are we grown past that or what? No, people still call me in school, so um, it's just a lot of different things, but I like the name Hollywood. Yeah. So, Kobe, thanks for taking some time today. No problem. Appreciate it. I mean, how much charisma, how much personality can you ask for? Number one, he showed up to the event in Georgia pajamas, PJs. How many of you folks out there got some PJ gear that looks as good as that? The old school Georgia Bulldog as well. We had to give him a hat tip to that. Number two, he says that he says that the DB Sokovi White would throw the D, the slot receiver athlete wide receiver Sokovi White to the ground. Loves his weight room. His coach Steve Gates, former Georgia Bulldog coach Steve Gates, said that they were in the truck going back and forth, and he was worried about his his grades and his grades might be slipping. Well, he has three A's and one of his grades is going down to an 89. And he also talked about how much the weight room was helping him. If you guys are just joining us, that's Sokovi White, athlete commitment. He's going to be a slot receiver at Georgia. Guys, he just wanted to play DB because it was fun and he wanted to see how good he could be. It was almost like, you know, if a guy can break dance or if a guy can do the Charleston or he can hit the, he can hit the Quan or do the Dougie, whatever you want to say, uh, or the hit them folks dance. Um, he could do all those dances, so he wanted to learn the cha-cha, or he wanted to get better at the salsa. So that's what he did at the Under Armour All-American ATL Next Camp. I mean, Sokovia White, guys, flush those rankings. Doesn't matter what he's ranked. That guy's going to be a player at Georgia. He is a football player. He is a physical young man. Loves competition, loves getting after it. He's going to make a lot of plays for Georgia in his time. Uh, well above that three-star ranking. Folks, that's Sokovi White, Georgia Commitment. That's our Dog Nation conversation this week on Before the Hedges. All right, next up, uh, everybody's. it's the question of the week, right? Everybody wants to know about uh, 2023s. we got to have a weekly update. Well, folks, it's a little bit different now with the class of 2023. We had been talking about Deuce Robinson. Deuce Robinson, the five-star tight end. Everybody thinks he's a tight end. I actually think he's going to be a wide receiver early on in college. There's talk about 
Is he going to play baseball? Is he going to be a full-time baseball player? Is he going to play both? Is he going to play college baseball? Deuce has said, let's kind of review the facts. Deuce has said that he is going to make his decision um, by April the 1st about football. There's a lot of talk right now. I think it's premature about maybe he's going to go baseball only if he gets picked high enough by his Dodgers. Baseball has always been his first love. I think wait and see is the best thing to do right there with Deuce Robinson. Tremendous talent. Um, if you guys follow me on social media at Jeff Sintel on Twitter, tweeted out a video of him earlier this week of him dunking, throwing that thing, threading that thring, thing between his legs and then hammering it down. Great athleticism here. He's a phenomenal athlete. Only really picked up football when he got to be in high school. He got an offer from Nick Saban in Alabama prior to his first full season of football in varsity. Guy didn't even know how to put a chin strap on, put a girdle on, and he had an offer from Alabama because he worked out at a camp. They saw the size, the athletic ability already latent as a rising high school freshman, and he got the offer. Freshman year, he was in high school All-American at tight end and at wide receiver. Folks, he returned punts for Pinnacle High School as well. Um, still kind of wait and see there. Baseball is a growing option for Deuce Robinson right there. But he does hold the dream, the longtime dream, he's told me this many times, of playing both pro football and pro baseball one day. That's something to think about right there with Deuce Robinson. Now, another name, you gotta, I got to make sure I go to get this right. We got one more in the 2023 class to think about. Um, it's a junior college defensive end. Georgia just offered him. And he has the ability uh, to show up, and he has the ability to show up as a summer commitment. Look at this tweet right here. Michael Noachoka, uh, Kocha, Noachoka. He's at a Tyler Junior College in Texas. Guys, junior college players are almost on the – they're almost becoming extinct because the uh, academic requirements have been lessened. Uh, there's fewer players going into co junior college football because after COVID, those players, you know, there was no ACT requirement. There was no SAT requirement for standardized testing, and a lot more people made it into college football that would have been junior college placements. Um, he's got, he's going to have, he's going to have four years to play three seasons. You look at him on film, six foot four, 285, 290. Be very interested to see what happens with Georgia in terms of maybe transfer portal guys from the defensive line coming out of spring practice. That would certainly create a lot of opening for Georgia to bring in a transfer junior college defensive tackle out of Texas. That's a name to think about right now as a late potential addition to the 2023 signing class. Might show up over the summer. Um, a big, good-looking, quick. He's able to stack and shed very well. You look at his tape. He looks like the type of player that Georgia recruits to play defensive line in Athens. We'll watch that name. We'll remember that name. And we'll have some coverage with Michael uh, showing up on dognation.com as well pretty soon. Next thing to think about right here, guys, is we had – you see that very talented young man? Uh, Well-groomed. Looked like he just got, it, he, he got his fade lined up before he came to Georgia for the national championship celebration. That is longtime commitment. Nye Carr out of Colquitt County in Moultrie, Georgia. Well, Nye basically leveled things out. You heard a lot of things about other schools recruiting Nye Carr. Uh, you heard things about was he going to potentially transfer to another school, another state? Was he going to take his official visits? He shut everything down. I think we got a tweet right here. Thanks to all the schools who are recruiting me, but I'm shutting down my recruitment. <clears throat> He's 100% locked in with the dogs. Look at those. I think that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, eight dog emojis right there. 
very big news for the 2024 class because that was a prospect where you didn't know whether or not he was going to remain in the class if he kept looking around. You know, Georgia could keep looking around as well. So this is a reason right here for Nykar. Number 10 wide receiver in the class. That's a top 75 overall prospect. Big time playmaker for Sean Calhoun and the Packers down in Colquitt County. He's shutting it down. No more visits. Seems like he's trying to find some stability heading into his senior season. Sounds like he's a dog. Sounds like he's not going to look around, take those five official visits that a lot of recruits say they deserve, and they rightfully so do, but not for Nykar. He wants to be a dog, and he sees no sense, and he sees no reason to waste anybody else's time uh, because he's locked in with the dogs. Good update there with Nykar as well. Big guy in the 2024 class for Georgia. You know, he's a guy that you think about who can Georgia pair up with really big-time quarterback commitments and everything else or offensive players. That's a reason why. Uh, Georgia needs that type of talent that Nykar brings in the 2024 signing class. Um, last but not least, the fifth thing on my mind is I'm really seeing some trends. Trends are emerging right now for me when you're looking at the 2024 Georgia recruiting board, recruiting class. Remember, visits open up March 1st. You'll see a lot of schools hosting prospects this weekend. I think Georgia's going to bring in their top targets uh, all throughout the month, especially when spring practice starts on the third weekend. Uh, some news I can bring to the program. There is still a Dylan Riola visit planned for the month of March. It's not confirmed yet. The dates are not set. Um, my information tells me that no flights have been booked yet, but expect to see the nation's number one quarterback, the number one overall prospect for the 2024 cycle. He will visit Athens sometime in March. That's the plan. And you know the dogs, you know how Kirby Smart gets down. They're going to try to package a lot of offensive linemen, a lot of running backs, a lot of wide receiver talent around him on that visit. Probably as many of the commitments as they can get as well. For a get acquainted, let's try this shoe on. Let's see if Georgia feels like home for Dylan Riola. I'd look for that visit to happen in the month of March. Dylan Riola will make it to Athens. Um, speaking of trends, here's what you're seeing all over the board right now. Number one, got to go with this one first. There's a tremendous carryover for the, from the 2022 big victory against then number one Tennessee. I guess we can all laugh about it now that Tennessee was the number one school in the country back then. Uh, we kind of felt that that was kind of an inflated ranking. The dog sure made that happen on the field. Totally outclassed the balls that day. But what I'm hearing from everybody Georgia had in the, ha in the house these are guys like David Sanders. These are guys that were at the event. Guys still remember um, being in Athens, being in there for that crowd. Folks, Georgia was on that day, but I think the, the Dog Nation faithful inside Sanford Stadium was really on their A++ game. I don't know if I've ever seen Sanford better, considering the electricity, considering the stakes of having two top three teams at Dooley Field. And then also, everybody got louder when the rain started falling. You hear that a lot. You hear a lot of recruits that say that was an impactful moment. I think, here's my prediction, you're going to look back and I'm going to write a lot of stories about 2024, 2025, and 2026 recruits. Looking back to that is the pivotal moment when they knew they had to be dogs or when the dogs really just barged through the door and started owning their recruitment. Um, the thing to think about there is, remember how we used to talk about 93K Day? Remember when... Nick, remember when Nick Chubb was hurt? He didn't play, but DeAndre Swift, Andrew Thomas, Jamari Salyer, Trey Blunt, 
guys on and on and on in the 2017 class. They came out for 93K Day, and they say, everybody still talks about when Jacob Eason took the field, it sounded like Nick Chubb was on the field coming back early from that knee injury. That's how loud it was. That's when people started to believe in the power of Kirby Smart's Georgia. Well, I think the modern definition of that, especially for the 2024, 2025, 2026 classes, is going to be that hobnail-type stomping of the volunteers inside Stanford Stadium at Dooley Field back last November. Second trend to think about now is, folks, you remember how you go to Six Flags or, or Disney or your favorite theme park, and they used to have that line of a, of, a, of a cartoon animal, and he's holding up a line, and there's a ruler right here, and it goes, you, need, you must be this tall to ride this ride. Well, that's what's happening right now with Georgia with offensive linemen. You see offers going out, a lot of offers going out, Nobody's committed yet to play offensive line, but six foot eight, six foot eight and a half, six foot seven, multiple offers going out this week. And what George is looking for is mass and physics. They want some big, big human beings to hold the pocket steady and to clear those holes for maybe a guy like Dylan Riola in the pocket or a Gunnar Stockton or a Brock Vandegrift in the years to come. Big, big men. I think Stacy Searles, he's establishing a blueprint or a template of what he wants to see at offensive line, and that's a huge offensive lineman, those big bodies. And see what Georgia's done in past years? They've taken those big bodies and maybe moved them to guard, um, like Tate Ratledge, like Xavier Truss, and like the late uh, Devin Willock. Those guys were either tackle prospects entering Georgia, and they've made a, quite a home for themselves at guard. Third trend coming up, and um, – we're kind of watching the offers right now. Georgia's only offered six tight ends. The biggest prospect searches they're on right now, wide receivers and defensive linemen. 29 wide receivers and 23 defensive linemen currently lead the way right now in the Georgia 2024 class as far as the offers currently going out. You guys are talking offers. We're talking this. I think it's the time of our show on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger uh, here on dognation.com. Time to talk top targets. Time to look at those weekly staples, those slides we try to give you each and every week about what's going on with the latest. We mentioned two names. This is what's still cooking for uh, the top targets. Uh, for uh, We've got a new name right there, top targets, and it's actually March the 1st, 2023. But you've got Deuce Robinson there. You've got Michael uh, Nawakocha out of Tyler Junior College. Those are the remaining in-stock positions for the um, – 2023 class a little bit more shopping in the 2023 aisle for georgia to do right now and here are our top remaining targets again we have to kind of set the parameters for this each and every week or from time to time no these are not the players most likely to choose georgia it's a mix here it's a gumbo of players that georgia need players that would excel at the university of georgia and fit what they're looking for and there's strong mutual interest on both sides. Um, you look at that, number 12, Sammy Brown, five-star linebacker. 11, Colin Simmons. He said He's told me that there's a 90% chance Georgia gets an official visit. Number 10, Dylan Stevenson. Really strong-looking, really impressive-looking edge out of Miami, Florida. Papa Afua, Isindre Afua out of Seattle, Washington. Number eight, maybe you need to put a big, bold-faced star by that name. That's Cameron Coleman, debuting all the way at number eight in this week's top targets list. 
Aaron Butler, that's a guy that's going to take his official visit. He's ranked as an athlete. He's a former Southern Cal commitment. He is going to visit Georgia for his official visit in April. Likely going to be for G-Day is what I'm told. Number six, DeMello Jones out of Swainsboro, Georgia. His stop keeps, keeps climbing. Daniel Calhoun, that was our subject in our Dog Nation conversation last week on Before the Hedges. Daniel Calhoun, Mike Matthews. Man, Mike Matthews looked great. Again, at out of Parkview High School at the Under Armour Atlanta next. Almost appeared to be unguardable. K.J. Bolden, five-star athlete, five-star safety, likely to be a safety. Could be a corner at Georgia as well. You saw a seven-on-seven coaches touting the fact that you know they think he's a corner now or he can lock down the corner. Justin Miller, his seven-on-seven coach for Hustle, Inc., tweeted out recently that um, he thinks K.J. Bolden can be a cornerback in the SEC as well. And, Justin played the Clemson. Justin played in the league. He would certainly know. Number two, Dylan Riola. We had an update earlier in the show. We certainly feel like Dylan Riola will make a visit to Georgia in March. Might be that first weekend of spring practice. What we do know right now, we can say, is that we expect a visit in March from Riola and his camp. Don't know when yet. Flights have not yet been booked. Number one, five-star edge. I think Georgia's going to be in a heck of a fight here with uh, Ohio State for Edric Houston out of Buford, Georgia. Say it every week, very rare player. It's the type of player that Georgia has built its foundation on on the defensive side of the ball. Edric Houston could start for Georgia, could be an All-American for Georgia, and could be a team captain for Georgia as a difference maker, different type athlete out of Buford High School in Buford, Georgia. Next up, we've got our recruiting breakdown. We love this every week. We try to give you like a, oh, that's right, forgive me, we got to adjust off the list, and this list kind of keeps growing, especially with uh, – what happens each and every week when we go to camps. New name right there. Let me, let me touch on the new names right there. Cam Davis, current FSU commit. He told me on Sat- Sunday at the at Under Armour camp that Georgia is still one of his top schools. Georgia is going to get an official visit. He's not sure if any school recruits him harder than the dogs. Del McGee um, reaches out to him almost daily. Del McGee reaches out to his family. Cam Davis will be an early enrollee in January of 2024 somewhere. Still committed to FSU right now, but he will also play baseball in college. Um, Looking down the list, Chauncey Bowens, that's the Florida commitment out of the Benjamin School in North Palm Beach, Florida. Jonathan Daniels is a top 10 offensive tackle out of uh, Pensacola, Florida. Really impressive looking offensive tackle. B.J. Gibson out of Wilcox County. Justin Green, uh, a guy that's in Gwinnett County, a guy that looked great as well as an interior defensive line prospect um, out of Gwinnett County, out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. Amari Jefferson, he goes to the Baylor School in Chattanooga, Tennessee. You guys want to know a quick uh, link there with the Baylor School. That's the, that's the school in Tennessee where Will Muschamp's son, uh, Whit Muschamp, is the quarterback now for the Baylor School. That young man throws to Amari Jefferson, big-time athlete in the 2024 uh, class out of Tennessee. A couple more names off the list. Um, Got to talk about Jaquan McCroy. He has Georgia in his top three. He's out of uh, Clay Chalkville High School in Birmingham, Alabama. 6'8", 350 or so. Uh, Georgia was in his top ten. He told reporters at that event, uh, the Under Armour event, that Georgia's in his top three. Another just massive human being. Really likes the relationship there with um, Stacey Searles, Jordan Ross, I mentioned him earlier in the show as one of those guys that really caught my eye. 6'4", 225 edge out of Birmingham. Clocked to 4.4 according to Under Armour Camp staff there. 
uh, going through the names right there. And one other name I want to highlight here is Nitro Showtime Tuggle. He's out of Indiana. He's going to take his official visit to Georgia already in June. And, folks, he has got more name game that an NIL marketer can really work with. First of all, the nickname is Showtime because he had 28 touchdowns last year in 2022 in Indiana high school football. I think 22 of them were as a receiver. Then he had kick return. He had rushing. He was all over the place. Um, and his first name, like Nitro. Everybody can get, get around the la- first name, like Nitro, uh, potential wide receiver uh, target there for Georgia. That's just off the list. Now let's switch to another one of our, our graphics this week. Again, we love our graphics game this week. We feel very sporty doing it right now. Here's a 2024 recruiting breakdown. And, folks, I'm going to give him a little bit more credit. That's our Casey Dunn just showing off right now. We've got 10 commitments in the class right now. Georgia ranks number one nationally. Six offensive commits, four defensive commits. I mean, six out-of-state commits, four in-state commits, seven commitments in the SEC footprint. Three commitments are beyond the SEC footprint. We've got breaking down two five-stars, five top 50 commits. Four of those are on defense. Eight top 100 commits. Four on offense, four on defense. That's a little bit more symmetry and balance compared to the 2023 class that finished number two overall. All nine are top 150 commits. Five of those are on offense. Um, Offensive commitments is going to be a focus for this year's class. Georgia has... Six offensive players that are ranked among their top 10 highest-rated commitments, and they have one offensive player ranked among their five highest commitments. Next up, we got more graphics for you. All kinds of graphics here going on with us. we got graphics coming out of our heads here. Uh, 2024 class breakdown, offense and defense. Look at that yin-yang right there with that graphic. The quarterback right now is four-star Ryan Puglisi, number five quarterback in the country. Dwight Phillips Jr. and Tavani Mazel are the running backs. That's something that I can think I can see Georgia still going after another running back in this class. Um, wide receivers, you got Nikar and Sokovi White. We've mentioned both of their names. Landon Thomas, you've heard some things about Ohio State and Florida State with Landon Thomas, but as of right now, Landon has not visited any other schools since he committed to Georgia. Back in July, no, no, excuse me, I believe in summer of 2022. They've got a defensive commitment, linebacker, five-star out of Alabama, Demarcus Riddick, five-star corner, Ellis Robinson, the fourth out of IMG Academy, Jalen A.P. Hayward, and Peyton Woodyard. Think about that for a second. Jalen Hayward and Peyton Woodyard are both top three safeties right now in the country. I think that's the number one and number two safeties, excuse me, the number two and number three safeties, depending on which recruiting service you look at right there. And also Georgia is very, very much in the mix with the nation's number one safety, in my opinion, that is KJ Bolden out of Buford High School as well. I think we've covered all the graphics. We might have the class snapshot somewhere or might be enough. I think we've, we've killed you on graphics. You're like, Jeff, all right, We've got to back away from the table here. You've given us so much great graphics here for the first time on DogNation.com's Before the Hedges. We've, we've given you guys a pretty good show today, and now guess what's coming up next? you got your questions. you got to want to know the latest. you got a Q&A time. How about some – maybe I can hear, like, you got all these graphics. you got all these updates. you got the big five. I'd sure like to talk to you live. I'd sure like to um, – I'd sure like to talk to about the latest. I got a question on Georgia football recruiting, 2024 class, 2025 class. How about this? I'm going to sign off, and I'm going to sign right back in right now. We're going to go live talking about Georgia football recruiting 
here on Before the Hedges. What's up, everybody? How about that? We have a new show. We had a major first part of our show inside the studio. We're able to do those lookaways. We're able to do those graphics. We're able to really um, just jazz things up, guys. We It's a new year. It's a back-to-back -back national championship team. And we're like, you know what? We got to give the people, give the people a little bit more in 2023. Uh, for these national champion, back-to-back -back national champion dogs. I'm Jeff Sintel. It's kind of our closing thoughts here on Before the Hedges. We're in the brilliant new studio. Shout out to uh, um, Michael Carvel for building that new black brick wall set. And uh, Casey Dunn, you guys are going to hear her name a lot. I'm going to thank her a lot. She was certainly getting it done on the graphics side tonight for our upgrade and our remix and our facelift, whatever you want to call it. It looks great on Before the Hedges. Um, Cody, Tony Wilson, uh, question is, this is what we hear real time, real time. I'm in Facebook right now looking at questions. Uh, Cody, Tony Wilson says, is it too far out to have any predictions on Juju? First of all, another takeaway I had from that Under Armour camp is Juju looks strong. Like he's, he's trending in that bigger Bryce Young type thing. A lot of stories swirling around, around Juju Lewis right now, Carrollton High School, the national max preps freshman of the year. He was the most accurate quarterback at the ATL next combine. Um, I think, folks, we're going to see eventually a head-to-head -head about NIL for high school players in the state of Georgia. It might even center around a player like Juju Lewis. I think Juju will be the face of Georgia high school football for the next two or three seasons uh, while he is playing for the Carrollton High Trojans. Uh, I think it's really too early to give a prediction. I like Georgia uh, to always have a really good shot there with Juju, but I think that's a recruitment. He was very smart. He told me something uh, last season. He's like, man, and first of all, very accurate passer, light years ahead of most of his peers, the way he thinks the game, uh, the things that the Carrollton High staff can put on Juju and have him just thrive with it is amazing. As far as his recruiting goes, he was very wise. He kind of was very savvy. He said, man, he said, listen, he said, by the time I get to be a senior, how many guys right now that are offensive coordinators and quarterback coaches and maybe even head coaches are still going to be in their same jobs right now? Um, that is what is amazing. I mean, he, he has that wherewithal. He has that awareness, just really smart, logical, tactical kid. Um, and you can sit there and you can go, man, this kid gets it because he knows three years from now, the whole landscape of the men recruiting him in college football, who they're recruiting him for, everybody's roles are going to change. So right now, I, I kind of think next year will be a huge year, really a starter kit year for Juju Lewis as he really starts to maybe try to establish favorites. But for right now, at the level he's going to go play college football, you probably circle about five or six names, USC, Georgia, Alabama, um, Ohio State, you know, just the biggest of big boys, Clemson, throw them in there as well. Um, those are the schools that are really going to have the best shot at landing Juju. Um, let's
let's see. Taylor Russell, uh, we had an update on Deuce Robinson early in the show in our big five. I still think he is going to make the decision to play both college football and pro baseball. Loves the Los Angeles Dodgers. Baseball is his first love, but his dream is always to play pro football and pro baseball. A lot of things swirling now about USC and how that's easier and connected to the Dodgers. I don't really buy that because really the only level he would play um, – he would, the only way he would play pro baseball is he would play pro baseball. Uh, single A, that's near USC, that's near LA and Rancho Cucamonga, I think. I, but for me, you got to remember, folks, minor league baseball has changed a whole lot. Now they go after more college players, more developed players. They have fewer instructional leagues. They have fewer rookie leagues. Um, they really, a lot of those high draft picks usually come out of the college ranks because they're more developed and they have less time to season players for three or four years, maybe like they did five or 10 years ago. Uh, Mike Brown, a uh, good question here on Facebook on Before the Hedges tonight on Dog Nation. I don't think Georgia's going to take three running backs. I think they will ideally, Mike, eventually settle in on one thunder back and one lightning back. I think that lightning back to me looks like Dwight Phillips Jr. Uh, he's going to run something like 10-2s, 10-3s this year in his second year running track uh, at Mableton High School. Um let me see. Uh, great questions there from Facebook. Let me see what you guys got. Hey, give me some feedback, guys. What do you like? Do you like the black bricks look? Do you like the ability to have a slick, well-produced show? And then at the end, we're going to come in like we always do and answer some questions or just talk about whatever's on your mind. That's what we're trying to do. We are a show. We are a company for the people here on dognation.com. So you want to hear it, you want to talk about it, uh, please let me know. Um, Mike Brown, I think I actually caught up with you on YouTube. Let me jump back to Facebook. Anybody got any questions? I see Ralph Folger's watching, uh, Joyce Grantham Duggan, uh, Randy Hall. I think Georgia breaks through on that Buford pipeline. Um, they're going to get a, a guy in 2025. That's the five-star commitment, Jaden Perlot. Um, Edric Houston is a guy to watch right now. Um, Big, big time to target KJ Bolton. I think he's number three right now on the um, Georgia 2024 before the hedges top targets list here brought to you by Kroger. Uh, Chris Slim White, I'm looking for questions. Um, please drop that question in there, Chris Slim, and I'll move you to the front of the queue. Uh, Becky Rutledge had a funny, commit, funny comment here at Facebook earlier as I'm scrolling up and down. Uh, funny comment about Tennessee being Brock being number one for three days. Uh, Sonia Prescott, she likes it better from my house. Well, I appreciate that. She misses peaches. Well, I know everybody loves a dog. Dogs are undefeated. Um, let me see. Uh, question here by Dylan Riola. Like what I said, guys, early in the show, I do expect the dogs to get a visit sometime in March. I don't think the flights are booked yet, but I'd look for him to make a visit uh, sometime in March. Kind of the thing that's all been planned is right when Georgia's spring practices come in, that uh, the Riola family will come in on a weekend. Uh, Adrian Hill. Uh, Chris Slim White wants to know, well, there's an Under Armour camp. Got to be invited to those Under Armour camps um, by uh, a steering committee. Uh, there's one in Orlando this, this next weekend as well. Um, Adrian Hill, top fan Adrian Hill. Uh, let me see. Questions, questions, questions. Uh, Randy Hall wants to know who's visiting the week, this weekend. I don't expect a, a robust visitors list. I think if the kids want to come, Georgia will host them. 
but I don't think they're going to try and land a bunch of players in this weekend. Um, let me see. And one more time. Let me go check uh, YouTube. You guys got a question. If you guys are on the Dog Nation homepage, that's where I'm heading next. Uh, Taylor Russell, uh, Mike Matthews, terrific player. Uh, looked really strong, looked really good at the Under Armour Atlanta next. He shook a lot of guys. He looked almost unguardable. I tweeted out a really strong uh, one-handed catch he made going towards the boundary, going towards the end zone. Um, a lot of folks are going to be on Mike Matthews. He's already set an official visit to uh, USC for the summer. A lot of guys are wanting to do their official visits again in the summer as well. Um, Sammy Brown is another guy as well. Sammy Brown's a guy, you know, I, I, Clemson, Georgia. I think those are the teams to look there for with Clemson and Georgia. He's kind of got four official visits in mind. Uh, right now, he's only set one official visit for Sammy Brown. That's the first weekend in June. That's for Clemson. I don't think there's any sort of pecking order there. What he knows about Clemson is they're only hosting official visits one weekend in June. That's the first weekend in June. That's how Clemson and Dabo gets down. So uh, they don't do it multiple weekends like other schools. So I think, Sammy, if he wanted to take his official visit in the summer, which is what he, him and his family uh, wanted to do, uh, they took advantage of that Clemson official visit the first weekend. I look for Georgia to get an official visit the next weekend or maybe the next weekend after there. Uh, other schools, I think, that might get an official. Uh, Oklahoma might be a school. Ohio State might be a school as well. Um, Karome Clark, who's the better college player, Derek Brown or Jalen Carter? Well, you're talking about two, no doubt, top five draft picks there. I'm going to say I'm going to say Jalen Carter because when Jalen Carter was on, uh, nobody can deny him. Jalen Carter also only played three seasons of uh, college football. Derek Brown stayed around for all four. And by the time Derek Brown was in his fourth season at Auburn, he was a really big monster. Um, all right, guys, that's before the hedges. We've tried out some new things. Like I said, I, uh, I gave a reference to James Brown early in our show. Before the hedges has got a brand new bag brought to you by Kroger. I'm Jeff Sintel. This has been kind of the closing flurry uh, questions and answers. We talked about some things you guys wanted to talk to. Hopefully we answered a lot of questions. Hopefully we made a new, a new slew of fans for Sokovi White at Cass High School in Northwest Georgia uh, in the Cartersville area. Guys, it's been a fun before the hedges. We're trying new things, trying to get you guys really excited about the 2023 recruiting class as the dogs currently have the number one overall recruiting class in the country by far. Uh, guys, about the new format please share it in the comment section below you're on facebook you're on youtube give us a like if you like what you've seen in the program so far hope you enjoyed it i'm jeff Sintel. that's been your intel everybody take care out there love everybody hug one another tell the folks you love you love them and we'll see you guys again next time on the pages of dognation.com i'm jeff thank you Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.